listening to Downworlder Dish, a Shadowhunter Chronicles podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 56, where we will be discussing chapter 19 in City of Glass, Peniel. I'm Kristen. I'm Robin. And I'm Amanda. Hey! hey. Hi. Happy anniversary to us! Woohoo! I like how that was also kind of like birthday birthday that was great because yeah i guess it is a birthday it's our first birthday it is it's yeah. our pod birthday yeah that's great i can't believe it's only been a year but i can't believe it's already been a year same i yeah. can't believe we're almost done with city of glass and it's only been a year yeah right that was my like i don't know it's great i don't it's it's kind of like a double edge it's like amazing that these books take like months to finish yeah but at the same time i'm like it's so quick. We're already done with the first three. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. At, for me, I'm like, dang, I can't believe we're only to this first three. But yeah, of course we are. A chapter a week and we need that whole episode. Right. <laughs> do, do you remember when we were worried that we weren't going to have enough to talk about? Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. I tried to go back and listen to our first episode recently and I didn't get very far. But man, we're funny. We are funny. Yeah. I do. I Sometimes I'll, I'll listen to an episode like after... Like on release day or whatever, uh-huh. if I'm in the car, and I always find myself I I'm much more engaged and I laugh a lot more when I'm not editing it, obviously. Right. Mm-hmm. But man, I texted you guys a couple weeks ago. I was like, "This is like we're so funny." <laughs> <laughs> my hand hurts from patting my own back. Yeah, yeah, it's oh, great. It's, but I can't believe it's been a year. Yeah, we made it. We did it. Yeah, it's been fun. Here's to another. Yes. Million. Cheers. Yeah, cheers are diet drinks and water. Woohoo! Robin, where are you at, girl? Oh, I'm picking my eye. Mm. I got mascara in it. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, cheers. Yes. We fucking deserve it. Yeah, you know, that's one thing that um, I didn't, which I'm grateful. This is fun, all all of that. But I'm like, man, I didn't... uh, this is a lot of work. Yeah. <laughs> I know I thought that last night when I was writing. Mm-hmm. My, I was my, my hands are cramping. Yeah. Because like, I'm just not used to um, mm-hmm. typing that much. And I was like, dude, this is like. Yeah. But it's so fun. Yeah. It's worth it. Yeah. 100%. Definitely. But, yep. It's a lot. <laughs> well, it wouldn't be so much work if I didn't procrastinate and wait for the last minute Seasies. and manage my time better. Well, here's the thing. We're all the same person when it comes to that. <laughs> uh, yeah. At least I'm not alone. Like, we're recording tomorrow. We're going to record, like, five episodes, and we're all on the dock at the same time. Yeah. yeah. Here's your sign. Uh, that's all right thanks for coming along and being here and listening at this moment and making it past the first like six episodes yeah yeah seriously if you will yeah yeah perhaps we can't (laughs) believe you're still with us yeah we appreciate you we yeah we're cool we're cool Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and dming us on instagram and leaving reviews on apple podcasts we just we're really appreciative thank you so much it's it's been a wild year, but it really has. This, this has is... really kept me sane. I will say it's I'm so glad I've had this to focus on. Yeah, it is crazy how this year has gone like so like so much crazy shit happened to quote a meme that I saw the other day. I am sick and tired of living through historical events. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I'm done for the rest of my life. I don't yes. need anything historical to happen for the rest of my fucking life. I'm done. It's crazy. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> Over it. Yep. <laughs> so anywho. Yeah. We just wanted to take a minute to say thank you and let you guys know that we appreciate you. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, tomorrow's the anniversary. We should have brought our birthday hats. Mm-hmm. We should have. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> Although we wouldn't have taken a picture because all of us have the mom bun going on right now. Yep. So well, It looks great. Yeah. You guys are beautiful butterflies. You are too. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, a shoot. beautiful potato butterfly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. Thanks, guys. 
All right. So what do you say we cut the chit chat and kick things off with Robin's recap? Previously on Downworld or Dish. Jace is trying to track foe Sebastian, but when he arrives where the tracking rune took him, it suddenly stops working. But fear not, our protagonist is only delayed a short while because, like a gift from Hermes, here comes Hugin, our old murder bird friend. Jace follows him into a super creepy cave and lurks behind a rock, eavesdropping on V-Tang and Sebastian's plans to fuck shit up. Fuck shit shit up. up! Jace overhears that V-Tang is going to Lakeland to summon Raziel, and Sebastian is supposed to stay behind like a good little boy and release the demon army. Also, a little nugget of information, there were two boys. Yeah, I know. Hot, juicy goss, right? Anyway, Daddy Tang leaves, and Sebastian calls Jace out like, Hey there, buddy. How you doing? <laughs> Just Steve's dropping? Okay, well, prepare to die. <laughs> Back in town, Claire is able to relay a message to the Lightwoods about Jace's non-brother lover status, and is tasked with showing the class how the binding rune works. She rolls her sleeves up and gets started making partners. Jocelyn is with Luke, and Alex seeks out Magnus because they are the cutest. <laughs> Raphael appears out of fucking nowhere, demanding that Simon is turned over or the night children won't fight. Luke refuses to give him up, but of course, for drama's sake, Simon overhears and has his own thoughts on his undead life and convinces Clary to mark him before he heads off to hand himself over. Aw, shit. It's just weird that she thought about doing, I don't know, like, oh, I should put this on your fucking forehead. I think that's where it goes, right? <laughs> How does she know that? Like, the whole thing is just weird. It just all came to her. How could anyone even know that, Napoleon? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> took me, like, two seconds. Yeah. It took me, like, two seconds to tear you down. <laughs> Sorry. So, Maya, hound dog Roberts, is leading Simon through Brosselin Forest to his execution via scent. So, what a fucking callback to our first episode, I Need a Scent. Some shit never changes, right? Yeah. Am I right? <laughs> That's right. I feel like we should be doing like, what was what was it? Snoochie Boochies. No? What's that? What? Okay. What is the thing that Crawl says in Son-in-Law when he does the... Th- what That's the what fuck? Did you seriously do? just reference Son-in-Law? I think I do in this episode. <laughs> Shut up. I swear on my life. That's yes. what I was trying to anyway, do. Anyway, I'm sorry. I know. But, what but I got confused. I, he, I think he just goes, oh, he says, um, because she bent over and yeah. he calls her something. I know, but what it, I've looked for, I have to watch the movie. But as soon as I watch it and I'm like, that's what it was. I forget it immediately after. And he's like, ah, ah. Yeah, so it's ah. about the weasel, right? Yeah. <laughs> the weasel. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. What a good, and that's what I literally say. I'm like, if you haven't seen that movie, do it. It's so good. It's we need so to make good. a list. Yes. Mm-hmm. We really do. Biodome. <laughs> Fucking Encino Man, man. Oh, yeah. shitter. I'm getting to that point where I can watch that with, like, Adrienne and I watched The Waterboy. Oh. The other day was so funny. Yeah. And she's like, Adam Sandler is my favorite actor. <laughs> Probably not anymore. <laughs> like, the next 15 years are going to disappoint you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I am a huge fan too, but we watched Little Nicky and we watched yeah. Waterboy and stuff. I'm like, well, then he starts making movies about shoes and I don't know. And like know. death and stuff. And yeah, yeah it's too much. <laughs> too much. So a brisk run through the trees later, they come to a clearing and Maya pulls a Jennifer Love Hewitt, a la I Know What You Did Last Summer, screaming into the darkness for Raphael. <laughs> Again, another one. If you haven't seen it, you should. It's great. Yes. Yes. It just reminds me of, of course, my life is still dominated by Jurassic Park. Uh Oh, where they're uh screaming for his son. And she's like, you shouldn't do that. Dude, are you fucking stupid? There's dinosaurs. (laughs) One, you literally just hit one with your fucking plane. (laughs) And then you're going to start screaming for your son where the dinosaurs are going to come. With a bazooka thingy. That's not what it's called. A megaphone? Yeah. (laughs) Bazooka. (laughs) Sorry. This got off topic. Anyway. So Raphael and his vamps emerge from the shadows to take custody of the hostage, formerly known as Simon. And of course, Maya chooses this as the time to try and talk Simon out of sacrificing himself for the good of humanity. Spoiler alert, it doesn't work. (laughs) But like, you had the whole trip into the woods to talk him out of this. Why wait until you get there? Uh, Maybe reality will set in? Yeah, drama. So Simon and Raphael catch up. I mean, to be fair, it a lot has happened since Raphael came to visit Simon in the pen. <laughs> oh 
I'm leaving it in. <laughs> I'm leaving it in. <sighs> Not every joke lands, people. <laughs> <laughs> Their conversation basically glows a little something like this. Raphael, close your eyes and think of your happy place. This will only hurt a little. Simon, oh shit, you're really going to kill me, huh? Raphael, oh, terribly sorry. Um, did I not make myself clear when I called you an abomination? Nothing personal, man, just business. <laughs> Simon, yeah, yeah, heard you the first time. Raphael, okay, let's do this. Remember, think of your happy place, yeah? Simon, wait, I need to show you something first. Raphael, I swear to God, Daylighter, if it's another set of glow-in-the-dark dice. <laughs> Simon, trying not to look too much like Harry Potter while pushing his bangs out of the way to reveal the mark of Cain. Look! Clary Drew. Raphael stares in religious horror. That bitch. So that was <laughs> whoa. <laughs> That's basically how it went. I wanted to give you a quick. It was a lot. It was a lot of back and forth, and they were saying the same thing over again. Uh-huh. And, and boys just talk too much sometimes. So especially Raphael. Yeah, because he likes to be all poetic and shit. So some of the other vamps wanted to try and kill Simon anyway, but Raphael is not trying to die, and he <laughs> squashes it. He's like, I mean, if you really want to, but, like, it's not a good idea. <laughs> but he's not done making Simon pay for his treachery. It goes a little something like this. Raphael. Luke tricked us. What a son of a gun. Simon. This was all me, Santiago. Luke didn't even know. So you got to hold up your end of the deal and fight. Raphael, I might not... Fuck. Raphael, I might not be alive, but I'm a man of my word. We'll fight, but so will your bitch ass. Remember, or, oh, maybe we'll get lucky and a demon will murder you for us. (laughs) Fuck. Uh, Okay, anyway. So, back to Jace's point of view. He's regaining consciousness and coughing up blood, and, which is, you know... Always a good sign. Yeah. Simon tied Jace up while he was nope. out. Oh, <laughs> why? Why? Fanfic. It's Fuck. happening. <laughs> it's funny you say that. Sebastian tied Jace up while he was out so he could. What? <laughs> so we could force Jace to talk about their respective childhoods. Me thinks Sebastian had a fair share of daddy issues too. Uh. <laughs> Yoda, <laughs> Jar Jar Binks, me thinks. <laughs> so my section is getting rather long, and I'm gonna do a Cliff Notes version of Sebastian and Jace's bro- brotherly love sesh, not to be confused with my upcoming fanfic, Jerking the Jonathan. <laughs> <laughs> and that oh. is when a joke lands. <laughs> That's great. draw that for us please oh dude this is like it's long i told you a lot of why don't you play a character like you could be jace and you could be sebastian no it's funnier when (laughs) and Kristen does the whole thing okay okay (laughs) so sebastian's like dad didn't teach you anything did he angel boy with an eye (laughs) i'm like so much better than you in every way which he just stole jace's line to be yeah, honest. Yeah, did. that's true. And Jay- Copyright infringement. <laughs> right. Jace is like, what the fuck are you talking about, man? What rock did he keep you under while I grew up in a literal mansion? <laughs> Sebastian's like, I grew up in the valley, girl. <laughs> but I knew... <laughs> but, like, I knew all about your weak-ass emotions. So Jace... Fuck. And Jace is like, oh, really? Dad must hate you because he never said anything about your evil ass. Sebastian is like, not crazy about the direction this conversation is going in, so I'm going to do something super duper evil right now, okay? (laughs) And he goes over and he chants in some unknown demon language and chops off the top of a stalagmite with his massive sword, releasing a horde of bloodthirsty demons. That's weird. And Jace is just sitting there with like a Pikachu surprise face. (laughs) And Sebastian's like, behold, I was supposed to wait until midnight, but I want to see some blood spilled on the battlefield. Woohoo! Who wants a shot? Yeah, shot, 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 shot. <laughs> and Jason's just kind of like, uh. 
couldn't have done it without you, though. You're the Casey to my bro, bro. <laughs> you led me right to Hodge. And if you hadn't gotten the info about Lake Lynn out of him, we'd still be looking for the third mortal instrument. Props, bro. Oh, and I almost forgot. The angel is like this dope-ass genie, and he grants you a wish when you summon him. Fire, right? <laughs> Dude, it is true. He is. Like, that's how I imagine it when they describe it. It's crazy. And Jason's... <laughs> He, like, doesn't have legs. He's just a trail of, like, wind. Right. So Jace is like, so Valentine is going to ask the angel to help him defeat the Shadow Hunters on Brosselin Plain? And Sebastian's like, psh, as if. We, we don't need... The, we don't need the angel to beat the Nephilim. Inexhaust, an inexhaustible supply of demons, remember? We're going to make sure anyone who isn't one of Dad's followers gets stripped of their powers and becomes a Becomes a dumb Monday. Jason's like, our dad wouldn't do that. And Sebastian's like, who's dad? <laughs> and Jason's like, our dad. <clears throat> Who the fuck have you been talking about this whole time? <laughs> and Sebastian's like, oh, right, 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 right. <laughs> I forgot that you're completely in the dark and I'm an asshat. So I have to drag this whole thing out for my own sick and twisted entertainment because my dad hated me and I'm evil incarnate. Whoops. Anywho, Valentine isn't your real dad. I mean, we both know you're not good enough to be Valentine's son, obviously. <laughs> Jason's like, the fuck? And Sebastian's over here like, I'm way better than you in every way. And to prove it to you, I'm going to kill you while you're tied up. Okay? Almost done. Almost done. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad that um, it's way better. Yeah, you're yeah. doing such a good job. Mm -hmm. Jason's all, you're really going to be a little bitch like that? What would dad say? <laughs> Which I just, I really like that they're playing the sides of Valentine that they know against each other. It's real interesting. Yeah. yeah. And it's weird that Jace like wants to have a connection to Valentine. Even. To I think he just wants to swing his dick around. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's just the way he can that's do fair. it with Sebastian. Yeah. Okay. I, I, yeah. He's definitely using it as like a, I got one over on you. Mm -hmm. Okay. So Jace is like, oh, really? You're going to be a little bitch like that? What would dad say? And Sebastian starts sweating in childhood trauma. <laughs> and he's like, uh, he'll never know. And besides, he doesn't even love you like that. <laughs> Obviously. Jace is like, are you sure about that? You are a self-proclaimed evil overlord in training, trademark. And if you think dad won't know, you're wrong. He knows everything. V-Tang doesn't have eyes in the back of his head. He has a magic bird that sees everything. And Sebastian searches in the shadows for Hugo. Fucking birds, man. <laughs> and Jace is all, untie me and fight me like a man, you little bitch. And with Jace's last words still ringing in the air, Sebastian brought the blade of his sword down in an arc and end scene. Of course it is. <laughs> yeah so we're back to the other scene I guess I, I guess it's kind of Clary's point of view mm -hmm. apparently Isabel and some other teenagers went to the Penhollow's house to watch over some of the younger children as they should be and Clary didn't feel like being around strangers so she just stayed in the Accords Hall alone mm -hmm. you are so fucking annoying like come on be useful yeah so apparently the ceiling, roof, whatever is like made of glass. Like a city of glass? Yeah. <laughs> so um, Clary could see when the sky changed and a demon was flying over the building. And I'm not sure if I read that correctly or if a demon is just like climbing on top. Like the sky changed and then there was a demon. So I think the demons were released from the stalagmite, which is fucking weird. I'm not yeah, into that. I, yep. And they're like a horde. So it's like the big, like, imagine like bats. So they out. are flying. Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. And okay. And then um, there's like just a swarm of them. So like the pressure and the heat and stuff coming off of them just. And that's why this guy's turning orange yeah. and stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the yeah. So the ceiling and the glass completely broke. So then we go back over to Jace's POV, and um, obviously he's with Sebastian, and he's pretty to that Jace keeps passing out. <laughs> <laughs> and he, um, Jace realizes that they're outside now near the stone house. And Sebastian tells him that he brought him there for two reasons. One, he enjoyed knocking him out, which doesn't really make sense to me because you dragged him from like this dungeony type area outside. Like it just seems like it would have been easier to be like, go, right, go. Here's my sword in your back. Just keep walking, yeah. you know, like, and then knock him out when you get out there. It's weird. Um, and for two, because he didn't want to get blood on the cavern floor. 
He's like, you and I both would be in big, deep trouble. Deep doo-doo. Daddy would be mad. Right. Well, like he's saying basically if he dies, like he can just blame it like he died in the battle. Oh, yeah. I guess that's true. Mm-hmm. He does. Yeah. Although Hugo would still see him regardless. So it's I don't weird. know. Jace is trying to make it so he still stays alive. Uh, he kind of is. He's, yeah. yeah. So Sebastian must have taken all of Jace we- Jace's weapons while he was knocked out, which, duh. Because he's like, oh, either he took them or they fell out while he was dragging me. And I'm like, dude, you wore them on a fucking belt. They weren't hidden. Of course he took them from you. Right. Don't be stupid. Why are we even having this thought? Exactly. Dumbass. (laughs) So he quickly saw an opportunity and he hit Sebastian in the face and knocked him backwards. And the blow knocked also knocked the sword out of Sebastian's hands. So Jace was able to get it. And creepy Sebastian was like, dude, kill me. Just kill me. And he, like, pulls his shirt down or some shit. And he's like, stab me here or something. I don't know. It's weird. It was weird. <laughs> like, doesn't he even value his own life? I know you're part demon, but still, it's just whatever. If I'm going to die by anyone, I want it to you, brother. Weird. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> the good person that he is, Jace hesitates because, you know, murder. And so Sebastian <laughs> took this opportunity to attack Jace and was able to get the sword back. So it's just like, they're just rolling around basically Mm -hmm. so (laughs) jace decides to use his skills with a z and jumped straight in the motherfucking air into this tree and it's just like a branch though he's like on a branch and i imagine he's sitting like this and i'm gonna get up and show you okay because it's this important to me i imagine he's like this yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) i wonder if we got the crack of your knee seriously (laughs) that was loud Anyway, he's sitting like a cat, I guess, on this branch is what I'm imagining. Like his hands between his feet. Anyway, he had gotten the dagger. I lost my spot because I was so excited about getting up. Anyway, he got the dagger and threw it down to at Sebastian. And he could hear Sebastian be like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and then all of a sudden, this motherfucker was up there in the tree with him. Like clearly Jace did some damage with the dagger, but not murder damage. Right. right. So obviously they have Kids the same skills. Like, what? I guess maybe the same physical skills. Yeah. So demon and angels did that much the same that they can give them the same physical skills. Anyway, I guess that's why they can fight so well together because it's just really back and forth. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's how Jesus is sitting on the... He's so cute. (laughs) And his knees didn't crack or anything. Lucky. (laughs) He's still young and spry. Yeah. Shit, fucking my hip cracks when I get that low. It's like, pop. (laughs) Uh, so the the two of them start the valentine trained version of a chicken fight (laughs) and eventually they roll towards the river and are mermaiding it like half in half out (laughs) and jace had his hands around sebastian's throat so (laughs) dancing from pitch perfect she's on the floor it's a lot of floor work I've not seen that. Me either. Is that Rebel Wilson? Yes. I love her. How have you never seen Pitch Perfect? You know what's weird is I think I've seen the second one. (laughs) Because it was on TV. I own it. I will let you borrow it. It is so good. Is that what we do nowadays? We borrow movies from each other? Just stream it to me. Tell me what streaming service it's on. I don't know. Okay. I'm old. Yeah. (laughs) So... So they're in the water, half in, half out, and they're still chicken fighting, whatever. And I just imagine, I don't, you guys probably don't watch it, but Family Guy, obviously my family is big into Family mm-hmm. Guy, and where Peter just constantly fights with this chicken, and it's hilarious. <laughs> and it goes through the whole city. And it is way too long of a scene. Nobody wants to watch how long that is. That's yeah. what I imagine It's like right 15 here. minutes. Yeah. It's not, but it feels like It's it. like half the episode, yeah. <laughs> so anyway... Jace has his hand around Sebastian's throat. So Sebastian broke his fucking wrist. Whoa. Like he bent it backwards, which happened to me when I broke my finger, but I wasn't in an actual fight. Anyway, so um, <laughs> so now Sebastian has the dagger. A lot of back and forth here. And it was um, directly pointed. He has it directly pointed at Jace's heart. And Sebastian's like, any last words? And I'm just like, look. I am no murderer, but if I were, I would not give my prey (laughs) the time to get away. Calling all murderers. This is a call for all of you. Please tell us why this is a thing. Why? Uh, Amanda's words do not reflect that of Downworld or Dish. (laughs) We would like to ask that no murderers contact us. Thank you. 
<laughs> okay, fine. I'll write to Dateline and ask them to ask the murderer. Okay. okay. <laughs> Keith Morgan Morganson. More more. Keith Morrison. Morrison, thank you. Please do my dirty work. Chandler's stepdad. God, I love him. <laughs> okay, so anyway, Luke is like, bro. No. Nope. You, you said Luke. God damn it. <laughs> Just got Luke on the brain. <laughs> okay, so Jace, he's like, bro, I'm not a Wayland. And Sebastian, oh, because he says something about, like, any last words, Wayland, I think is what he mm-hmm. says. And he's like, dude, I'm not a Wayland. And Sebastian's like, well, you aren't a Mer- Morgenstern either. I don't know. Like, come on. You didn't think you were Valentine's only child, did you? Which is weird that he says that after we already established right earlier in the chapter mm-hmm. it was just it was a weird thing to say anyway he's like you're such a little bitch you're not even worthy of being his son <laughs> <laughs> i like that in both of our uh, our attempts to capture this story the relationship between sebastian and jace is you little bitch <laughs> yeah <laughs> yep <laughs> uh, yeah so uh, he actually said that in not such a nice way i think i put it more nicely Mm -hmm. honestly so anyway in fact it was so intense that i'm going to give you the pleasure of listening to me reading it okay are you guys ready yes ready okay he says my father butchered a corpse to get you and make you one of his experiments he tried to raise you as his own son but you were too weak to be any good to him you couldn't be a warrior you were nothing useless so he palmed you off on the lightwoods and hoped you might be of some use to him later as a decoy or bait he never loved you which is just like jealous bro (laughs) like god my dad didn't love you it's like when you said william said he was jealous of adriana like it's just you're just jealous of your brother that's it yeah i'm so jealous yeah that's so cute (laughs) get over it bro he loved him like let's move on who cares well it's funny because of what jocelyn just said like he the reason he one of the reasons why he decided to experiment with Jace was because he wanted a son that would love him and that he could love and he couldn't love right. Jonathan. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. <clears throat> well, it's also very interesting to me, and I don't know if I bring it up later or what, but I find it interesting that Valentine decided to tell Sebastian about Jace, but not vice versa, mm-hmm. because you would think you'd want to tell the good guy about the poor, like poor little bad guy over there. Like, I just can't get him mm-hmm. to be good. And I also would think you would try to bring Jace over to try to maybe have an influence on Sebastian as kids together. Mm-hmm. But maybe he was afraid of what Sebastian would do to Jace. I yep. think that that is. Yeah. But then why tell Sebastian that he existed? I think to try to get him jealous of jace to make him behave more like jace interesting because i i think that's what he was really trying he was like okay so i've got i've got these two kids that are on different ends like obviously jace was not as cold as valentine would have wanted but he was well he was way more in the range yeah than than sebastian is (laughs) on the other end of the spectrum so i think he was trying to like get him to be because he we learned through Jocelyn that he had been, like, teaching Sebastian how to, like, pretend to yeah. be, like, a human. Right, basically. <laughs> right? And, like, have feelings or whatever. Like, pretend like he does. So I think he's trying. he was trying to get – because Sebastian is very competitive, obviously. Mm-hmm. We can see. I think he was trying to use that, but – I think it backfired and he goes, definitely, definitely can't let them meet because he's definitely going to kill him. (laughs) Yeah. His jealousy will take over for sure. Yeah. (laughs) So um, Jace realizes that Sebastian is the real Jonathan Morgenstern. And he's like, whoa, so you're (laughs) the one with the demon blood, not me. And Sebastian like proudly admits it's true. He's like, yep. And um, he says that Jace is the angel boy that would cry over a dying bird. And he thinks Valentine was ashamed of him. So I guess this is also a question. So it's like he literally, Valentine just went back and like, okay, so here's what we did today. And this is what Jace did. Like, it's just weird. (sighs) Okay, so. It is weird that he's coming back and reporting on what Jace did that day. Yeah, it's very strange. Like, I guess he doesn't have anyone to talk to. Neither of them really have anyone to talk to. Mm -hmm. So maybe, but it still seems very strange. I don't know. Um, so anyway, Valentine, he thinks Valentine was ashamed of him. And Jace is like, bitch, please. <laughs> Valentine was ashamed of you. That's mm-hmm. why he didn't bring you to the lake. And um, he didn't want you to see the angel. Bro, he has a dagger to your heart. Okay. 
don't make him any more angry. <laughs> just like chill. Just like tell him what a good guy he is and like stroke his face and just be like, I know, brother. You're so like evil. I'm so proud of you for your evilness. Like a little minion. So anyway. Except it's like, bye, mama. Yeah. <laughs> So, of course, Sebastian presses the dagger into Jace because, like, you're being a dick. So, why? Of course he Mm -hmm. did. And blood is coming out of his mouth, so that's not good. And Sebastian tells him to think about how much he loves Clary and that she loves him back as he's dying. Like, think about that as your last thought. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. That's another thing. The murderer, like, oh, think about this. Is like, just do it, bro. Like, come on. You're just waiting for something else to happen. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, well, suddenly Jace can't feel any more pain, and he all of a sudden sees, like, Sebastian's hand floating or something. I don't know. And he realizes it was Isabel to save the day. She uses her whip and legit took off Sebastian's hand with it. I like it. How fucking badass is that? Like, how hard did she have to, like? Yeah. Well, what's funny is Jace, like, looks up, and he can see her boots, and I just think that's super hot. Good for her. Yeah. <laughs> So um, she's obviously been thinking about this moment for like probably days, but like it feels like forever now because we've stretched it out for so long. And so she says, I quote, that was for Max, you bastard. Fuck yeah. And I'm like, yeah, that was a great thing to say, but that is literally the only insult that does not apply to this motherfucker. (laughs) 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 Oh, shit. Oh, is that? We laughed too loud. Oh. Anyway, so I just thought that was funny. Like, I that's know. what you thought of after all this time, you bastard. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, anyway. You literally could have called him the spawn from hell and it would have been more accurate. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I imagine that it was kind of like a Rumpelstiltskin shit that he would do. And Sebastian just kind of like disappeared into the bushes or the trees or some shit. And I imagine he's kind of like hobbling because obviously his hand's gone. But I just, I don't know. You're talking about Rumpelstiltskin on Strack, aren't you? any of them but okay. yes <laughs> or the, the one from um what was that show called once, once upon, upon a time. time oh i never saw that him I dude i don't know if i got that far he's like this little old like shopkeeper maybe i do know yeah anyway i imagine he was just some like little like i don't know hobbly and that's what i thought of oh my God. so he runs away into the bushes and he disappears mm-hmm. and while drawing an erotzi on jace isabel tells him that he's not actually valentine's son like that's the first she's like dude guess what happened <laughs> i gotta tell you the cheese name and um she admitted that she had magnus help her track jace using the wooden toy that max had in his hand when he died and she knew that Jace wouldn't have wanted her to do it. But she had to tell him the truth about everything. And most importantly, what she thought was the most important was that she, he and Clary were not related. Like, I know you asked me not to do this and I risked my life and all this stuff. But I had to tell you, you weren't a sister lover. Mm-hmm. Okay. So um, it's totally cool if you bone. They didn't bone. See? It's from the movie. <laughs> That's what I said. It's from the movie Son-in-Law. And if you haven't seen it, do it. They didn't bone. I just love it. Okay. So Isabel was caught mid-sentence and um, <laughs> I'm laughing at myself here. I'm sorry. Okay. Wait. He isn't dead. Shy is surprised. There's a gun to his head and death in his eye. But Jace can do jujitsu. <laughs> sorry. Also, if you haven't seen the, what is it called? The actual title of it. Killings. Shia LaBeouf? Yeah, it's just called Shia LaBeouf. Okay. YouTube it. It's freaking hilarious. You'll have it stuck in your Rob head forever. Cantor, and then you'll know all of our jokes. Yes. <laughs> so anyway, Jace can't actually do jujitsu, I don't think, anyway. That was just for my purposes. But Sebastian comes back. He wasn't dead. <laughs> and um, I put Sebastian came back and Isabel. <laughs> okay, so before you go any further, I do want to note... When Isabel's telling Jace about, like, I had to tell you that uh, Clary wasn't, it's so that he wouldn't die, like, or whatever, knowing he was a demon. Okay, right? that's like, fair. Yeah. yeah. It's like, you weren't, you're, you're not a demon, you're not, like, that's tainted, or whatever, sissy, sissy. <laughs> Clary's not your sissy, like, you're a good person. Okay. And also, she definitely lied to Magnus and told him that Alec wanted Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She did that, too. Yeah. She had to use her skills. Alec would want this. He wants me to go. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. (laughs) Which is like now. Okay. You left the kids now, Isabel. Come on. 
Anyway. Like, we all know Aline's going to run off like a bitch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's scared. Oh. It's true. Shots fired. Oh, she's scared. She is. <laughs> I don't blame her, but she's scared. Uh, okay. So, guys, Sebastian's back. Shia, surprise. <laughs> and he's attacking Isabel. And Jace is able to get up and he got a hold of the dagger and he tried his best to go fight for Izzy, but he couldn't do it. The Arazi helped, but it couldn't get all like he could tell from all of the blood and everything that he must have had a punctured lung. And then he blacks out because I don't think she wasn't able to finish it. Like it was yeah. a half done. And, and then, then he came back and Shia surprised her. What I thought was weird or not weird, but it's like, OK, so Isabel. I don't want to step on. So I'm reading. Mm-hmm. OK, so Isabel was able to literally lop his hand off uh-huh mm-hmm. but With he, a whip. but he is whipping her as she's laying on the ground oh yeah, yeah so he, he got her whip uh-huh. he got her whip and he's whipping her so it's like is like if isabel's able to cut off a body part why isn't he able to cut off a body part maybe well, it's her because, weapon okay so, so you know so what happened was he's got his arm and you're gonna stab stabby stab jace right and so has to be her right hand. You, you not stand accurate. That's closer to me, please. My short arms can't handle it. Dinosaur. <laughs> so eh. if I use my whip, the whip comes here and comes around, and then you yank it, and that's when you cut. You think somebody's. he would be able to do that? But you know what I mean. I don't know. I just feel like he could do lots of damage with the whip. I agree. If like he's Isabel's cutting her able right now to yeah. do that much damage. He's got like, oh yeah, it's got to be horrific. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it. I agree. Maybe she just has more expertise with it i don't know what nothing okay 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 so anyway as jace is like out basically he thought about that night with clary and somehow that gave him the strength to come back of course right Mm -hmm. (laughs) and he could hear sebastian telling isabel that um he should have smashed her in the face with a freaking hammer when he had the chance and i'm just like whoa this well, escalated quickly. Seriously. Right. So Jace was able to work up the energy to stab Sebastian in the back. And then he passed out for real. Okay. But it's so much better than that. Hold on. <laughs> I wrote this at one o'clock in the morning. I know. <laughs> Hold on. I'm finding it. Hold on. Read that last paragraph. Out loud. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. So Jace is thinking of, obviously, what his dad had taught him. He taught me there's a place on a man's back where if you sink in a blade... You can pierce his heart and sever his spine all at once, Sebastian had said. I guess we got the same birthday present that year, big brother. <laughs> I got a bathtub full of spaghetti and a knife lesson. <laughs> oh, shit. What did you get? Who did daddy love more? Oh, shit. Do you even like spaghetti? Like, come on. I know your knee's weak. Yeah. Mom's spaghetti? Yeah. If we ever get to a million downloads, I'll take a, a bath in spaghetti noodles. I would be very expensive. Yeah. If we're at a million, I think we could expense it for the business. You could make your own spaghetti noodles. Oh, fuck. Do you know how much work that would yeah, I be? Know. No, thanks. I'm not hand cranking that many fucking noodles. Okay, so at, for the time being, we're done with yeah the more concerned siblings that not siblings bite. anyway so we're back to simon and he's comparing his D battle skills with a z and experience to what the real life battle is turning into like turning out to be spoiler alert they are not at all similar <laughs> it reminds me of that movie the patriot with mel gibson where he goes all commando on the british troops because typically they just take turns shooting at each other right like the fuck that doesn't make sense mm-hmm. anywho chaos is spilling over the valley chaos they're screaming. The blood is so thick with dirt that it's turning into a paste. So gross. So gross. Simon's hoped that they would be greeted with a lieutenant or something, like someone in charge, faded quickly <laughs> as he was pulled into the fray. Not that fray. <laughs> and, uh. Okay. So hands are pulling him and like shoving him out of the way as the vampires spring into action. Okay. Okay. For me, this. The way they describe it, it feels like a mosh pit at a festival. Right. And you get sucked into the mosh pit and you're like, fuck. You just gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that this is what this is. Okay. So. I need your help. Mm-hmm. Guys. Every time I read this book, it makes me want to read the story of Cain and Abel. Because as much as I think we went over it a little bit, like in Sunday school, mm-hmm. I can't remember anything. And I'm only reminded of Jax from Sons of Anarchy naming his kid <laughs> Abel. <laughs> but. 
What I want to know is how does the mark work? Like, is it determining what touches are painful? Like, what if one of the people pushing Simon accidentally hurt him? Would that incur the wrath of the mark? Right. Or does it somehow know the intent behind the movement? I, I think it's about intent. Um, as far as I know, from what I can remember of being in Christian school, <laughs> is um, he Cain couldn't die. Like, like he just... He couldn't die. And so he was immortal or whatever. I don't know if that meant that he was. Like, he's not going to die physically, like, of old age. And he's not going to die from someone hurting him because the mark will step in before that happens. Hmm. But I've seen some adaptations of, like, this kind of thing. Like, in Lucifer, they do, like, a whole cane storyline or whatever and he dies but then comes like heals and comes back to life like like kind of like a vampire would do okay okay so like he feels the pain of dying but it doesn't you know it lasts a minute and then you know he has to heal back from that or whatever but in terms of the the story i believe he just he's just lonely and walks earth forever because he can't die and so anything that tries to kill him is going to get back sevenfold but I think I think antenna is part of it. But I mean, Has if you accidentally drop a, that's what I'm saying. Like, what if you accidentally? I think it flies up and like murders you. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Okay, which is maybe why he has to be like isolated because he can't get close to anybody. Because if they accidentally hurt him, they will fucking die. I don't know. Hmm. Moving on. There's too much. Okay. I'll figure it out later. I feel like it's it's definitely more nuanced than that. But I haven't read the Bible in uh-huh. uh huh too long. Never. Yeah. So, guys, there are demons everywhere. And of course, Simon is getting overwhelmed by his vampy senses and wishes he could turn them off. The chaos and sound of battle is disorienting him and causing him to stumble over a body. A shadow hunter whose upper body from the shoulders, like up, is torn completely off. Mm. And Simon's stomach turns at the sight and he comments that he must be the only vampire in history (laughs) to be sickened by the sight of blood. Yeah. So Simon's pulled from his thoughts by getting yeeted into a pit by a (laughs) demon skeleton carrying a hatchet. A raged-up juggalo, if you will. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Simon narrowly misses the axe coming down, and the skeleton is pummeled by a giant wooden club carried by an unknown shadow hunter dude. And he asks her vampy friend if he's doing all right, then lifts him up, throwing him up the edge of, like, the pit, like, cliff, whatever. And the man's like, ha, ha, ha. My new partner's a person slash wolf, and I'm just getting used to the extra strength. I don't know why he has to sound like that, but he does. Anyway, (laughs) they have a brief conversation, and the shadow hunter man is thanking Simon for fighting. And he's just like, you're a vampire, right? And Simon's like, how did you know? And he says he can tell because of his fangs. They come out when vampires fight. He knows because... Awkward silence. (laughs) Anyway... Um, the whole reason is, like I said, the guy just wanted to say thank you. And Simon meant to tell him that he, like, hadn't really done much. Like, whatever. But before he could get any words out, he's attacked by nightmare bullets. That's to say a flying demon who snatches him up <laughs> to probably take him to a nest and eat him. <sighs> and Simon's like, dude, what the fuck am I supposed to do? Um, he can't pick anyone out from the crowd, but he notices and he feels lost and like worthless and overwhelmed and then he remembers what he had told clary this was his battle too and he couldn't afford to act like mundane human simon anymore he had to embrace his inner vampire and slay this shit slay. so he turned and attacked an oncoming reptile demon sinking his fangs into its nasty tasting blood in scene and we're transported back to Clary's point of view where she's still on the dais. The glasses finally stop falling around her, her and she gets up and like brushes the dirt off her shoulder. Brush that glass off your shoulder. <laughs> and then she decides this place is no longer a safe bet. So she decides that she should probably go to the penthouse and sit with the other teenagers. You think? She's listening to Amanda. Yeah. Anyway, the angel light was blown out. <laughs> Which light? Sorry. Anyway, from the glass explosion. So Clary has to pick her way through the Accords Hall. I don't understand. How was it blown out? Like, okay. I know. It doesn't make any sense. Yep. Anyway. They have severed hands that are holding. Anyway. Okay. (laughs) When she was halfway across. Across? (laughs) When she was halfway across the hall, she starts to hear footsteps like pitter-pattering on the marble floor. 
it's Malachi. It's your guy, Malachi. <laughs> Claire is like, this motherfucker is vicious, malicious, and suspicious. I'm going to make like a cranberry and linger. Oh. <laughs> Dude, I did not realize until we said that, like, how many fucking references we make in this goddamn show. Yeah. That's how I live my life. My yeah, song lyrics, right? That was the um, Flight of the Concords. It's going to get vicious and malicious. <laughs> Cut the crap, bitch. I need my red delicious. Anyway. Fucking <laughs> hell. Okay, so of course, you guys, Cleary's instincts pay off because who's accompanying him? I'll tell you. It's Hugin the murder bird. This fucking guy is like in two places at once? Yep. Bird? And what's this trickery? A ring? This shit looks painfully familiar. Mm. And just as she she suspects, Valentine comes glimmering into the room like a vampire on Twilight. <laughs> Fucking so stupid. And as the lion from the Cave of Wonders on Aladdin says, Who dares disturb my slumber? He's so grumpy. You'd think he'd want some, some company after all those years of being alone. He's like, I'm busy. What do you want? I'm busy sleeping. He doesn't actually say that, but that's okay. <laughs> anyway. Oh, you're talking about the lion? The lion, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Malka is like, listen, boss. I wouldn't bug you if I didn't think it was some, like, extra juicy hot goss. And I have to tell you, this shit is hot off the press. <laughs> your son, my lord. Your other son, that is. Hugin tracked him to the cave. I think he followed you through the tunnels to the lake. Quoth the raven. <laughs> And V-Tang is like, sigh, fucking kids. Dude, seriously. <gasps> did they find each other? Did he find his brother? Malachi's like, yeah, he did. And when Hugin left, they were fighting. Aww. Okay, fine. That's where Hugin was. <laughs> and Clary's like, dude, Sebastian threw Jace like a rag doll the last time they fought each other. This is bad news bears. <laughs> she was so focused on her panic that she missed the next part of their conversation, which, come on, Clary, we want the goss. Pay attention. Seriously. Right? Anyway, the council is sharing his disapproval of what might happen to the shadow hunters that are marked but not old enough to vote on the council's decision. It's been like weighing on his conscience. It seems unfair to punish them when they weren't able to make any decision, like in the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, they couldn't decide to go with Vitang, right? Right. They couldn't vote. <laughs> so Vitang's like, dude, don't worry. I thought about that too. But they're more lightly marked. So it stands to reason that it would take them longer to be turned into Forsaken. It's fine. They have time to, like, pledge allegiance to the Tang. Wait. To the Tang! That's the title of this episode. I pledge allegiance to the Tang. I'm confused. And it's been a little while since I read this part right here. How would a shadow hunter turn into a Forsaken? So they're going to, like, Valentine wants Raziel to make every, the only, okay, here. He wants to make them mundane again. And since they're marked, they'll turn into Forsaken because they're not shadow, they don't have shadow hunter blood. Okay. Except the shadow hunters that have drank from the cup. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So it's starting fresh. Right. I got it. Yeah. Thank you. And Malachi's like, okay, okay. But what about those of us who have already drunk from the mortal cup? Are we really going to be okay? Don't you? I don't know. That seems unnecessary. Like, why do it before everybody else? Like, I don't know. Well, because he, since he's so marked, he'll turn into a forsaken immediately is what he, they think is going to happen. Oh, so if he drunk okay. the cup before, then he's safe. Okay. And Valentine is like, bro, I don't have time for this. I'm in the end stages of pulling off my evil plan. Fuck all. I told you that your loyalty will be rewarded. Have some faith, George Michael. Deuces. <laughs> and Claire is reeling from the information dump she just received when she's attacked by Hugo. Of course she is. Yeah. And Malachi's like, Hugin, enough. Hugin. And I just imagine like me spraying my cat with water. Like, <laughs> anyway, but I wouldn't do this next part. So I take that back. Anyway. There was a thump noise in silence, and Clary looked down and saw the bird slumped on the floor. And as much as a dick that raven is, like, it's, like, don't attack an animal. I don't right. know. I don't like it. Yeah. So Malachi kicked the raven in what was described as savagely out of the way, and then came over to Clary, and he grabs... this fucking bird is basically just doing what you trained it to do. Uh -huh. Like, right. it thinks she's evil. It's a murder bird. Yeah. Yeah. It's not his fault right. he was brought up that way. So Malachi grabs a hold of Clary's bleeding wrist and then like helps her to her feet and he's like stupid girl how long have you been there listening and she's like long enough to know that you're in the circle and on the wrong side and Malachi's like oh you sweet summer child there's only one side 
The Clave have completely gone off the rails, pandering to downworlders. And I'm trying to do is make it pure and return us to our former glory. You'd think that we'd, we'd, like everybody would be into that. But you're all demon lovers, Luke Greymark followers. And now you've sent everyone to battle for no reason. Raziel is going to rise and the Nephilim will become forsaken. All except those under Vitang's protection. He's going to make a new world of shadow hunters, cleansed from weakness and corruption. And Claire's like, whoa, dude. Weakness and corruption isn't within the world. It's within people. The world needs good people. And you psychopaths are going to kill them all. Malcolm's like, that's rich coming from you. Someone who would betray her own father. Then he yanks on her wrist. And it's like, I wonder if Daddy Tang would mind if I taught you, eh? And then he's cut off by Hugo. Hugo, who is out for vengeance. Yeah. Cawing and clawing at Malachi's face, pushing him backward until he trips and falls onto a jagged piece of broken glass, piercing his neck. And Hugo's circling it like in victory. He's like doing victory laps. <laughs> <laughs> Look what I did, bitches! And Clary thinks to herself, Who's the bitch now? <laughs> Clary thinks to herself how foolish she was to mess with one of Valentine's creatures. Mm. Time was running out, and Clary had to do what she does best, run into action with little to no planning. <laughs> She remembered Alex saying there were wards around Lake Lynn, and if anyone portaled there, an alarm would go off. Valentine was probably already there, so she had precious little time to lose. Clary turned and ran toward the port. Of course she did. Oh, shitters. Caca, motherfucker. <laughs> I like it. Oh, good times. That was good. Yeah. We're really, like, okay, I'm not, every time we end, I'm like, ooh, we're getting close. Anyway, there was a lot of actions that happened in this one. Yeah. There was a lot of lengthy dialogue. dialogue. Yeah. <laughs> like, you guys are just repeating each other over and over Literally. again. Stop. Somebody just murder somebody already so we can talk about it. Right. <laughs> I want to watch you die. Okay. Make sure that you've read chapter 20, Weight and Balance, for next week's episode. For behind the scenes content and the latest updates, check us out on Instagram at Downworlder Dish Podcast. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.